Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, I got married. Now, Mrs. Lippy. Hello, Mrs. Lippy. We're back. We are, finally. Yes. Now, before we get going and talking about an event that happened, oh, be four weeks ago now. Uh, Four weeks, Monday. Monday? No, sorry, it's a month on Monday, so it's four weeks on Saturday. Yeah, four weeks Saturday. This comes out Friday. I I just must apologise to Screaming Tomato, who contacted me a long while before your wedding day and said if you'd like to do something while lippy's away and i went yeah that's a really great idea and i just got so caught up with work and stuff going on i didn't forget but i thought i had another week which Mm. in fact we did because you got back from holly bobs and were a bit pooped so we could have done it but i've been flat out with various work and lions and other charity type work so I do apologise for Screaming Tomato, but we are going to record a series of obscure facts of which the Screaming Tomato is undoubtedly the king of. <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll add those into each week. Um, I'm be- happy to go away again. It's fine. I'm sure you are. But, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm sure you are. Well, maybe you could do a swap with the Screaming Tomato. Yeah, take that. Anyway, so we thought we would cover Lippy and Duck Boy's wedding this week. Some detail, but not as much detail as maybe you would like to. <laughs> to be fair, there isn't that much. To, I feel like there's not that much to talk about. Oh, well, there is. There, there really is. is. There I is. have to start, though, with mm. uh, the Friday yes. and arriving at the hotel mm-hmm. in the pouring rain. It was a horrible day Friday. And yeah. um, got out of the car in front of the hotel and I still had my slippers on. <laughs> And I knew this was going to happen one day because they're quite solid ones and they're really comfy. And I just forgot completely and utterly. So it was no great surprise. So I quickly phoned the horse whisperer Mm. who I wasn't sure whether she'd left yet or not. And she said, oh, no, no, I'm just down the road. Actually, she was about 20 minutes away. And bless (laughs) her, she turned around, went back, picked up my dancing shoes. I had my dress shoes. It was my soft dancing shoes I was after. And then drove through some horrendous traffic mm. to uh, to get to the hotel. So I thank you again, Horse Whisperer, <laughs> for that. Fortunately, I think that was the only thing that really went a bit wrong. Yeah, I feel like that that was it. Other than that, it was the smoothest, calmest day. Yeah, really, it was. From it was start to finish, full of joy and love and happiness and that's exactly how it should be Mm. and it's interesting we've been to a few over the last few years or one a year for the last three years or two this year and they're so different from my Mm. generation where they were a bit stuffy there was almost certainly some sort of family argument that went on (laughs) and i'm not saying all weddings this year are devoid of those but certainly the ones we've been to have just been brilliant brilliant events and i loved every minute of it i did find it a bit surreal though the whole day felt really weird for me i feel like all morning but i kept having people come up to the room asking me how i was feeling and i was like i don't really know how i'm feeling to be honest like i wasn't nervous i was excited but i wasn't like i don't know it was just i was kind of like this is i'm getting ready for my wedding yeah it 
it was strange. And I think so much organisation had gone in and so much mm. thought by everybody that you get to the day and you go, oh, gosh, it's here. And then all of a sudden, you and I are stood within sight of the altar. Yeah. And you think, blimey. Oh How has that happened? Yeah. I feel yeah. like the biggest oh my god moment was when it was only it was about five minutes before you saw me and I was in my room my makeup artist had just finished and I was chatting to my photographer and my videographer and all of a sudden in my head I just went none of you have been in the same room before because oh, like yeah. obviously I'd only ever met them individually over like zoom and we had I'd met a couple in person but I'd all, I'd met them all separately. And then I was like, oh my God, you're all together. But that's because I'm about to get married. That's why you're all here. Because it's yeah. actually the day. <laughs> well, I never. That was like, yeah. the, that was the first moment I was like, this is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was, a, was a wee bit. I, mm. I had a, a sneaky little whiskey at about 1130. <gasps> had you? <laughs> yes. Which, uh, which just sort of settled the nerves a little mm. bit. On your own? No, no, no. Wife of Grumpy went down and came back with a whiskey and a brandy for her. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was quite nice, actually. The big reveal for you? That was very emotional, more so than I thought it would be. Mm. Um, And it really brought home what was going on rather than lurking in a hotel room, which is not an unusual occupation. (laughs) It has been in the past. Mm. Uh, And yes, try not to order room service. Yeah. That was a, a moment for sure. I think that was, I was fine again after that until yeah. we started walking and then I wasn't okay. I, well, I think I only just held it together. I think mm. if I looked at anybody, so people say yes. quite stern. That's because <laughs> I was concentrating so hard on not blubbing. And I'm not a yeah. blubby person, nor are you. No, no, I didn't think I'd be as emotional as I was during the ceremony, but I think I was. Just everything hit me all at once. And, yeah, absolutely. And I could see Chris, the duck boy, was crying. Well, he wasn't crying, crying, but I could tell he was trying not to cry. And I think then that set me off because I was like, oh. Yeah. But before that, we have to talk about we the do. best the best we decision <laughs> that duck boy and I made for our wedding was to have um, two friends that are like brothers be flower men. <laughs> well, one of them was DJ Finn. DJ Who's Finn. Who's been on this Vegan podcast. Yeah. And the other one is brother of DJ Finn. Yeah. And they were hilarious. Oh my God. It was the best decision. And I think you've not seen it yet, but we've seen the video of our ceremony. Mm. And the music comes on and they picked All Rise by Blue. And the start of that song, it's like... So that's like starts. And you can just see everyone's faces like... Has she really chosen this to walk down the aisle to? Because no one else, we barely told anyone it was happening. Yeah. Everyone's like looking around and especially Duck Boy's nan and sister both like turn to the person next to him and they're like, what? <laughs> and then obviously the boys appear flourishing petals out of pockets and yes, with some fanny packs and yeah. yes, uh, and the sniggering starts. Well, I think that set the tone for the day, to be honest. It, I think it really, it really broke the awkwardness of, like, formal ceremony. Yes, because it is think, very formal. Um, mm. I can't imagine you get away with that in a church. Although, who knows? No, I don't know. I don't well, know. I guess it depends on your your priest. 
Because that is the tone for your whole church ceremony is dependent on what kind of priest you've got. But yeah, so that I, well, I, I, at one point was worried that people could hear me and you laughing because we were laughing so hard from the back. <laughs> yes, we were quite a long way away. We were a room and a half away. Yes. Yeah, true. And then um, and then the tears started after that. The other good call was the toastmaster that didn't toast. <gasps> yes. He was, he was very good. He was and there's incredible. a film, is it Zoolander? Oh, no, it's not. It's Don't Mess With The Zohan. And there's a character in there that's very sneaky and just suddenly appears from nowhere. And he was a bit like that. Yeah. It'd be sort of a couple of minutes before you need to do something. And he'd just be stood there. Yeah. Where did you come from? Yeah. And he was so good at just at just getting into your eye line, but yeah. not to not to he wasn't like interrupting. He was getting mm. in your eye line so that you clocked him and then when I finished the conversation, then I looked at him and then he would be like, oh, yeah. you've got 10 minutes and then just disappeared. And then 10 minutes later, he would just reappear again and be like, you ready? It's, it was magical. He, he, he was he was brilliant. He was well worth engaging. Yes. I thought. He um, was. And then you don't end up with one of the guests having to shout at the other guest to, to move them from one place yeah. to the other. Which and constantly <laughs> looking at the time yeah, or thinking, right. oh, what are we doing now? What's going on? So, yeah, he was incredible. So he's very good. And very smartly dressed as well. Oh, yes, and his red yes, the, very, dinner jacket. But they take it very seriously, don't they? Very serious. The I don't know if we spoke about the meeting that we had with him. It was a, He was a little bit scary, to be honest. He, he yeah. feels like a school principal. Yes, I think so. That's how it, yeah, that's how it feels. That, like, if you don't do as you're told, you will be told off. Yes, I and think it's there was his no, way no doubt, yes. Or no way. Well, that's, that's, yes, I guess that's a generation thing. Mm. And you must have seen some changes over the years as well, in terms of how weddings flow these days, because there was a couple of things you did differently. So having the speeches before food, which yeah. was a really good idea. Yes, it and, was. And then the order, I think, was different. I mean, not that anybody remembers what the order should be, apart from wedding professionals. When I first started out, it was very much couples saying, oh, what order should we do it in? Mm. And us as planners would be like, it really doesn't matter. It's the order that you want it in. I think that was the start of the change, was us saying, if you've got nervous speakers, have them at the start, because then they can enjoy their meal. Instead of like forcing people to sit through a three-course meal while they're constantly like nervous about. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes, because we went into the the marquee and then it was just there and ready to go and Mm -hmm. there was no fretting really yeah and the other thing i find about speeches at the end of your meal there's always that awkward like when the last person finished speaking like lull of like okay what happens now yeah and i know well we had the toastmaster anyway so even if they were at the end he would have said like these speeches are done we asked him to do like a little come back for this time if you want to go and check into your rooms and Mm -hmm chill out or have a little nap or whatever because everyone had about an hour but it's still a bit of like a okay what's next if you don't have that person yeah just like finishes and the other thing about having it in the meal or towards the end is that sometimes all the wine's gone on the table mm. so when it comes to toasting you are um, liquidless mm. which is less than ideal yes also there were some very drunk people at the end of our speeches, so I think the food was needed for that. Yes, I think you're probably right. <laughs> yes. And talking of the food, it was superb. I it forgot was, how good it was. Yeah, it was really very, very I'd good. I've forgotten. 
Yes. I mean, we had done that tasting evening. Um, but six, it, seven months ago now. Yeah, it was quite a while ago. But mm. the food was absolutely banging. Yes. And DJ Finn, I think, said to me, said the thing that was nice about the vegan food was it wasn't half-arsed. It was, yeah. it was a proper meal that was vegan. It wasn't like, oh, let's just take the chicken out and put tofu in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, it was, it was proper... A proper vegan proper food. Meal. And I, I guess the vegetarian option was like that too. Well, the veggie vegan. main was the vegan main. Yeah. No, I mean, if you'd gone for the veggie option as yes. well, then yeah. that was that was a, a proper veggie mm-hmm. meal, not a adapted And I think the gluten free went well. I didn't hear any complaints. I didn't hear any complaints either. Mind you, and, there uh, had been a lot of drinking at that end of the room. There had. My maid of honour's partner, the other one, not my sister. Yes. Uh, doesn't like mashed potatoes, so oh, he yes. has new potatoes <laughs> instead. <laughs> yes, I did see that. Because but. one of the comments that was made pre-wedding was, there is no way you're going to a wedding and you're having no carbs. <laughs> no. Well, not with what he then did for the rest of the evening, mm. which pretty much was drink solidly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He enjoyed himself. <laughs> yes, he sure. certainly did. Not sure we did the next morning, but... Um, no. No. Uh, cracking Band as well. I forgot Great what their name band. was. The City Folk. City Folk. They were brilliant. They really And they good. were so nice as well. Yeah. Super lovely. Super easygoing. And to be honest, we we just said to them, do what you do at weddings. Like, we didn't give them any direction. We were just like, we are happy for yeah. you to play what you think is good. Well, the set list was spot on, I thought. It mm. was... I mean, there was some stuff on there I didn't recognise, but most of it was yeah. was, was good, good old wedding, tunes. Yeah. Good wedding songs. And not ho-ho, hi-ho silver lining, which is the was the, always the one that came up for weddings oh. when I was your age. <laughs> I there don't even know what that song is, I don't think. Uh, no, it's a very old song, but it was on the wedding list. And I think because it probably bridged two generations potentially uh-huh. but we we only had uh, discos never had a band mm. it was Love a band. an option yeah it was a really good space as well because we didn't move after the meal yeah. they just lifted the curtain and revealed the dance floor yeah which was brilliant which is good i think a lot of people danced actually you being one of them did not leave the dance floor i think i did for a little bit at, towards the end of the first half only because yeah. I got dragged off to speak to people. But I, mm. what I did is I concentrated on doing all my speaking to people when the canapes and champagne mm. was out. Yes. So I got that done then. Um, and the one thing I don't like is nobody on a dance floor. No. There's a band playing. I can't, I can't mm. deal with it. I feel um, like there was always at least five or six people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I tried. I tried so hard to stay on the dance floor, but it was so yeah, impossible. A bit, bit, bit tricky, isn't it? Yeah. And pizza was great. You had a pizza Land Rover turned pizza up. Pizza Land Rover in the end, that, yeah. That was very good. And there's a very good picture of you doing the salt bay. Salt bay. Yes. With Ponzi, cheese. <laughs> Ponzi flick with a bit of cheese. That was quite funny. Yes, because they let us make our own pizzas. Mm. From scratch. I don't know if you saw the picture of Chris flipping... Um, tossing the dough oh no i've not seen that yeah so they they obviously pre-make the dough yeah and then they toss it and make it so they let chris they asked if i wanted to do it but i just uh, it wasn't going to end well if i tossed dough no. so i was like no. nah so chris did it and we, we've got a really good picture which i'll share of chris 
I keep saying Chris now, duck boy tossing the dough and my face being like, don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. And then we got to make our own and then slide our own in. And I have to say, I did a cracking job at it. So duck boy went first and the guy showed us, it's like a two, a two motion yeah. in out really quickly on the big pallet. Duck boy went first. I don't know what he did, but he basically threw it on the fire, which you're not meant to do. You're meant to no, go next to the no, fire. No, they don't just burn <laughs> on this is all burny. I just, I think, I don't know if it was to do with the amount of wine I'd had or that underneath all my wedding planning, I'm actually a pizza maker. Maybe you just didn't Done. try as hard. Because I think you, it's one of those things, if you over-try, over-think you end up it. messing it up. Mm. I don't know why. It's just one of those one of those things. Yeah. But I nailed it. You did nail it. That was very good. And then we had the moment that Wife of Grumpy was dreading the most, uh, was the sparkler was rum. Was the sparklers. And, and shock, no one set on fire. I said that and I got... I got told off did you? Well, I didn't, well I said nobody died I, I did, oh, yeah. <laughs> which was yeah. the most likely outcome of that but she mm. was very worried about that for some reason I, I just, I've never known somebody from a spark from a sparkler to set on fire uh, I've never tried to be honest but you could burn a hand but I think setting mm. light to somebody could be a bit I feel like you have to hold it on there for tricky. a while well I've done a lot of welding and you get some big old sparks with that and I've not set anything alight yeah. To my knowledge. But the best bit, again, is there's the the one, because we only got a couple of professional pictures back of kind of each stage of the day. Mm. Um, so the sparkler one that we got back, in the corner, you see the the boy that couldn't not eat carbs and had oh, a yes. lot of wine yeah. standing there with a sparkler in one hand and a lighter in the other with the biggest grin on his face. And the first thing I did was crop it out and send it to like the group chat that we've got. And said, who on earth gave you a lighter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. That's, yes. he's, he was certainly very good value for money in the mm. evening and had a very good time. He did. But yeah, no dramas. No, none whatsoever. Other than him nearly taking someone out with a chair. I don't know if that bit was seen by other mm, didn't people see that. he lifted a chair above his head for no reason well you do that's and something you do someone walks behind him at the same time i think it might have been our friends from wales <laughs> oh, dear. <Yeah. laughs> oh dear which was interesting good yeah. and then of course a couple of days later you flew off to hawaii yes which honestly if you if you're thinking about going it's a must like it lived up to every expectation. Everywhere you looked was just stunning. Mm. There was, it was amazing. And we were staying on the south side of the island where the weather is better. North side's rainier, but there's eight microclimates on Maui. Oh, wow. Is that because it's very high or there's high peaks rather? Yes. Yeah, because it's Maui's two volcanoes, one okay. extinct and one dormant. Yeah. Um, so... As you go north, it gets very rainy, a lot more wind coming in off the north. Mm-hmm. And then south is protected by two other islands you can yeah. see from from the beaches. Um, but then the volcano there, the one that's dormant, every we had a view of it from our balcony and every day there was just these huge clouds 
Mm. coming up like rolling over the volcanoes and then disappearing by the time they got to us it was lovely oh that's nice (laughs) best of both worlds (laughs) but yeah it was absolutely incredible the views were amazing the food was amazing the people were so nice the turtles were cool turtles are cool yeah went scuba diving so i went to the loo just before the guy got there because i was super nervous because i haven't scuba dived in about nine years i think Okay. It's like a really long time. Um, we did a little pre-thing in a swimming pool mm. just to like remind myself that you can breathe when you scuba dive, otherwise you wouldn't scuba dive. But yeah, so I went to the loo when he turned up. I hate to then, tell you this, it's what? actually 11 years because it was 2012 oh, when no, we had the Olympics. Yeah, 11 years ago. 11 years ago. Or coming up for 11. Oh my God, I'm so old. Rough. <laughs> But really? (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. So he turned up while I was in the loo and Chris said to him, she's really nervous. She might not do it. Because I'd said to him in the morning, like, I'm more than happy for you to go, but I might not. I'll just see how I feel when I get there. But he was so lovely. It was just the two of us and then the guide. And I think the best thing was, is he didn't even give me the option not to go. Just gave me the, gave me the wetsuit. I put it on. Got me into my jacket with my air and stuff. Walked down to the water, got in the water, and it was just kind of happened. Yeah. But I'm so glad. I I'm so glad because it was absolutely incredible. We went to a turtle cleaning station where all the little fishies like eat all the little bits off the turtles. It was so cute. Oh, Shark Tale. Yes. Yeah. In my head, I was singing the car wash yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. Great film. Yeah. We saw some sharkies as well. But they were sleeping. I didn't think sharks slept. So they're the only type of shark, it's a white tip reef shark, Mm -hmm. that doesn't have to be constantly moving Mm. to survive. So they nap. Okay, but they nap um, stationary. Yes, yeah. They were right under some, because it's an old pier that we were diving around, some Mm. rubble. They're having a little snooze. Mm. So it's quite cool. Yeah, very good. It's the best way to see a shark, I feel like. So when it's sleeping, as long as you don't wake it up, but if it's yeah. it's confused and a bit angry, mm, yeah, wouldn't be good. Apparently, they don't like the bubbles, so you can't get too close; otherwise, mm. they freak out a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, I can see why. Mm. Uh, just slightly disappointed you didn't have to fall out of the boat backwards. That's the bit I hate the most though, about scuba diving. I quite like the idea of doing that, and I think it's probably been brought up on Jacques Cousteau documentaries as a child. <laughs> Where they uh, they all fell backwards out of the boat. Mm. They don't tend to. They teach you when you do your diving in training. They teach you how to do that so that you know. But you don't tend. That's not the most comfortable way to enter the water. No, but it does look the coolest. Yeah, it does. I will give you that. I would imagine getting back out again is pretty uncool, though. Into a boat. Oh, it's not too bad actually. Because you take your flippers off before you get in. Okay. So you take them off and then you just climb the ladder. But gravity is not fun. After you've been in the water for that long, you really feel the gravity. Yeah. Everything's so heavy. Interesting. When you look at uh, when Tim Peake came back from the space station, they get them out of the capsule and they, they've got a couple of deck chairs and they plop them in there and you think, well, what have they done that for? But... Actually, the effect of gravity must be mm. astonishing after, what, six months in virtual weightlessness. Yeah. So, Hawaii and then on to Las Vegas. 
Yes, so we flew back to LA and then we drove to Vegas. Loads of people didn't know why we did it. We just thought it'd be fun. And it was actually quite fun. It was just deserty and different kind of landscapes yeah. going on. Saw the largest thermometer in the world. That's pretty cool. I yeah. think you sent a photo of that. I did, yes. It's pretty big, to be fair. Mm. It's pretty big. Yeah, just had a nice little road trip, really. That was fun. Driving well, into Vegas. Quite nice. Yeah. It was nice to do something a bit normal. Mm. It was also my birthday. Yes, my it was, 20, wasn't it? 27th birthday. Yes. Road trip into wife, Vegas. Wife and Grumpy and I were saying it's the first year we've not been pestered every three to four minutes that it's your birthday. Yes. And also, I didn't really think I didn't message anyone on the build up either because. No. It was, I think it was about two, two or three weeks. It was still before the wedding. And I messaged saying, oh, it's my birthday in three weeks. That was the first time I had thought about it the whole time I was planning. It was, well, typically mm. here, it was a glorious day in the middle of some pretty rubbish wet days, mm. as it often has been over the last yeah. 26 years. So then, yeah, road trip to Vegas, went to Benny Harner's that evening, mm. which was cool. Apparently, it's better in the UK, though. I've only been to the UK one, and it was good fun. Yeah. I don't fun. know if the people we were sat with were a bit meh. They didn't really seem into it. So I don't know if that made a difference. I think the problem with these things, if it's your local restaurant, mm. then it's a little bit like Concord, people flying on Concord. If you do it you know, frequently, the the glamour of it is no it longer goes. there. Mm. And I remember some friends of ours were on a trip there, and, and it was the only time I'll ever have gone on it. And they were just in awe of the whole thing. But other people just sat there reading as if they're on the yeah. 810 Guildford to London Waterloo, <laughs> because it's just a commuter plane mm. for them. It just happened to have enough money that they could afford to go Concord everywhere, and, yeah. well, not everywhere, but when available rather than than a 747 so yeah i understand that if that's the restaurant you normally go to then you're going to be a bit bit more chill about about it it. yeah yeah so yeah so we went to benny harness which i very much enjoyed Mm. but then we stayed at caesar's palace just it's everything is mad there like crazy Mm. like we wanted to walk most places because you can see more and by the time you've walked from one end of caesar's to the other it's like 15 minute walk yeah. Just along the pavement as well, not even through the hotel. Like the the hotels are so big and they don't look it. So you kind of like, you can see the other end, but by the time you get to the other end, it's like 15 minutes later. Mm. They're all vast and they're really hard to find your way out of once you're in them. But exits are hard. I think there's some design has gone on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the flashy lights do really draw you in. Yeah, of course they do. We're yeah. like magpies. Yeah. So we got there first day, checked in. Chris got us an incredible upgrade, complimentary, <laughs> from just going, oh, it's our honeymoon. You've got any complimentary upgrades? And he was like, yeah, yeah sure. And then in this huge room with this massive bathroom. That uh, that room was bigger than my flat, our wife of Grumpy's flat, when we first met, put together. It was absolutely huge. I think it was bigger than my first flat, to be honest with you. Yes, it was. It if you think about the floor plan, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was lovely. And then... I sat down at a slot machine, put $5 in, won $31 straight off the back. Don't know how I did it. Didn't understand the game. Didn't win again. Well, it knew you were a first timer and it was trying to hook you in. Yeah, That's a lie, actually. 
the first, and then we went to the Bellagio a different day mm. and sat down at a Game of Thrones slot machine because yeah. I love Game of Thrones. And I won $20 on that one. I don't, again, I don't know how I did it, but they know. Somehow they know. They do know. There's no two ways about it because yeah. th- those places wouldn't be there with all their finery if they weren't making a fat load of cash. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're walking past. I saw a lady put a hundred dollar bill in. Yeah. And she looked like she'd been there for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. that is crazy. But the main reason we went to Vegas was for the trip to the Grand Canyon in the helicopter. And that was not as good as scuba diving, but almost as good as scuba diving. We did some real... Looks amazing. I mean, the, the video you sent back mm. was just almost out of this world. Brilliant. Incredible. You had a captain with a massive moustache as well, which oh. I, I'm assuming is a prerequisite for a captain in that area. Yeah, and they obviously like know what to do. They're like playing... Um, yeah. They're playing... What song did they... They play... Top, top Gun. Top Gun, yeah. They played Game of Thrones, like, intro music. Yeah. Ride of the Valkyrie. Ride of the it? Valkyrie, yeah. On the way out. Apocalypse yeah. Now. And, and as you... So you fly over Hoover Dam. So you get to see that. That's really cool. Mm. And then fly on to um, the north side, I think, of the Grand Canyon. And as you fly over the peak, because it's all... It's really... You can't really see anything. And it's all just kind of mountainies in the distance. And then you fly up and over the last peak. And as you do that, they're playing Jurassic Park. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and you like drop in to the Grand Canyon. Then you fly in between the ridges. And then they land. It's like on a little platform that's like halfway... And then okay. have a little picnic, have a little Very wander nice. and explore. Then you get back in, then you fly you back. But on the way back, we were ahead of everybody else. We took off first. Um, and he said, oh, has everyone got everyone happy for me to add about another five to te- five to six minutes onto our flight time? Um, and I'll go and show you this really cool thing called the, the red bowl or something like that. The bowl okay. of fire. No, it was like it was something more dramatic. I think it was yeah. bowl of fire. <laughs> and like flew off a bit to the left and it was all that bright red rock oh wow that's yeah. like like real red yeah. uh, and it was a big bowl of that it was awesome amazing really cool. yeah and then you fly back in over the strip and like round the hotels that's that's awesome. quite that's quite something mm. it'd be worth going to do that but i think anything yeah. else is um yeah uh, not not really my cup of tea to be honest no, there but, um, neither and i think you could easily just do the grand canyon without the helicopter as yeah. well um, i think it yeah you could do but that yeah. that's pretty cool it is quite cool yeah the way we did the grand canyon last time was from flagstaff rather than from vegas that was still quite good very different experiences both times though i thought mm. grand canyon is the same place but from two different areas yeah. it was completely different yeah that doesn't surprise me actually mm. and then home Home um, with the worst turbulence I've ever experienced. Oh, I don't, I don't envy you that at all. I'm not a good flyer at the best of times, but no. that really does mm. freak me out. Yeah, it was two hours. It wasn't. It wasn't nice at all. I don't. No. I've not. I was weirdly staying pretty calm because I kept watching the steward and listening to him. And I think it was something wife of Grumpy said to me once is if the stewards are calm, everything's fine. If they look a bit panicked, then that's when it's serious. And and Duck Boy was weirdly calm next to me, right? In my mind, I was like, he doesn't seem to care. Like, 
I was like, every time it dropped, I like grabbed onto him. Yeah. And he was just like, seemed to be fine. And then we got off the plane. And I said, how did you stay so calm? He was like, no, I was so, he was like, I've never been that scared in my life. Like I honestly, at one point thought we could, this could be it. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah, you were asleep the whole time. I was like, no, I was lying there with my eyes closed, trying not to panic. <laughs> so he thought I was asleep and I thought he was calm as anything. <laughs> it is interesting because you look at some of the courses that the airline companies run for people that are terrified of flying. Mm-hmm. And as funny enough, this came up uh, recently and even, people even would not go anywhere near an airport sign. Yeah. You know, so around the M25, the Heathrow airport sign terrifies them. So they are that scared of it. Oh and God. I'm guessing what they do is they introduce them slowly into them, but they'll, mm. they'll bring some turbulence into it. And the thing is that if you know how much turbulence a plane can take take before it breaks up which mm. i mean planes don't break up they don't snap we've not had any snap since the wright brothers i don't think <laughs> i'm not aware of any yeah. so we shouldn't be afraid but it is the most uncomfortable feeling mm. yeah it really is yeah and actually we had turbulence in the helicopter ride as well and they make you sign this waiver mm. to say that you're still happy to fly in the weather but um the pilot was explaining to us at the start, he was like, it's completely safe. It's just not very comfortable. And he said, actually, yeah. helicopters can take a lot more turbulence than planes because the flexibility in the propellers. Yeah. So it the propeller takes a lot of the turbulence before you feel it in the cabin of the yeah. helicopter. But for a plane, it's just got these two solid things strapped to the side of it with barely any movement. Mm. So if you hit a bit of air pressure, it's just going to move everything moves because it's all connected to one big thing rather than being flexible so i was trying to remind myself of that the whole yeah. time as well <laughs> well this is yeah most important thing to do i mean the helicopters are bonkers they shouldn't really work no when you look at them you yeah put on all that power you think it would screw itself into the ground rather than take off but mm. yeah it's one of those oddities of physics i guess yeah the other thing I kept thinking is, you know, sometimes when it's like a thunderstorm and you're looking outside and it looks really heavy, yeah. but then you go into it and it's not that bad. I yeah. kept trying to think it was like that. Like it felt really aggressive because we were in the plane. But if I was in the sky, yeah. <laughs> obviously not, it wouldn't feel that bad. <laughs> so eventually home after eventually a bit of, bit of turbulence mm-hmm. and um, back to normality. Back to mostly. I think I'm just over the jet lag. Yeah, it's been I mean, a week. T- it took me a week to get over the uh, wedding date, wedding. if mm. I'm honest. Um, so yeah. I took the Monday off, and I'm so glad I did because I was absolutely shattered. Mm. Yeah, well, on the Sunday, we got back with a plan to like try and sort a load of stuff out, wedding stuff out, so that on mm. the Monday we could pack and then the Tuesday we flew. And we, we literally sat down, went through all our cards and presents, made our little thank you notes. And then went to sleep, had a three-hour nap. Yeah. Then woke up, had dinner, and went back to bed. Just like completely had yeah. no energy at all. I did cry about six times a day after as well, to be fair. <laughs> Every time someone sent me a picture, I cried. Yeah, well, there was a lot of pictures. Mm. Some of them were very good. Yeah. It's been the same with the videos. Every time I see a video, I cry. Open the floodgates now. It really has. I need to rein myself back in. <laughs> yes. I am known for being cold-hearted and not emotional. Great. Well, I think that probably wraps up 
Weddings? Probably does, yeah. I think we're we're done. We're done. Yes, and uh, we must get Duckboy back for another Oh, he he very much enjoyed himself. He he did enjoy it, and he was very, very good. And we can't finish this without a shout-out to Graphic Godders, who is, without a doubt, our number one fan. Mm. And next time we get some merchandise done we'll uh, we'll send something over to you mr godders because you you deserve it it was a it was a delight to meet you uh on the on your wedding day so we'll be back in two weeks we're, yes. we're going to carry on the two weeks for a little bit just because there's got quite a lot coming coming and going on mm-hmm. and um we'll be back with our normal nonsense and ridiculous topics <laughs> And I'm still very proud of the "Can you cook a chicken by slapping it?" Yes, feature that's that's tickled me for weeks and weeks. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll well you'll hear us. We won't see you in two weeks. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.